The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Welcome back to You're Gonna Love Me. I have two guests with me today and I found them both on TikTok. They are a married duo and they make content together, which to me sounds like a nightmare because every time Tom and I try to make content, it usually ends up uh, in a fight. It's a guarantee. Uh, but then I also have ventured over to their podcast. They have a really fun podcast that I laugh out loud to. Um, and then after effectively stalking them, they agreed to come on my podcast. Without further ado, welcome John and Alex to my podcast. Yay. Yay. Thank hello, you hello. so much for having us. Yeah. So John and Alex, they are on TikTok. Congratulations on 500,000 followers. Thank you. That's, a, that's incredible. Yeah. It felt like a really long time because I feel like TikTok grows so quickly people on there like can go from zero to like millions of followers overnight. So for us, we felt like it was like such a long growth to get there. But like, realistically, I was like, it's been like, you know, not even a year. So we're almost a year, but it's been fun. But thank you. It's been a grind. Yeah. Were you just like, let's just start making content together? I mean, were one of you already doing it? And then you're like, let's get on on this together. I'll take this question. (laughs) So I'm an occupational therapist. And I was working still during the pandemic and then Alex. So we also film weddings. A lot of our weddings got pushed during COVID. So she kind of had some, you know, time to do what she wanted. And TikTok was one of them. So every time I got home from work, she's like, Hey, you know what we should do? Let's do a TikTok. I'm like, absolutely not. That is the last fucking thing I want to do. John was not on board, but yeah, like we had so many weddings get postponed that you know, I feel like so many people jumped on TikTok during the pandemic because it was so entertaining. Oh yeah. And it's just like, you get sucked in. And I was like, you know, John and I have like good banter, funny-ish enough personalities. And I was like, I think that we could, we could do this, but it took so much convincing to get him to do it with me. He was not on board. Well, I didn't think, I mean, I'm not funny or creative. I'm like, you know, if this is something you want to do, I guess, you know, you're just go with the flow. You're like, what's the idea? I'll just do it. You know, but you guys work together or you do work together. Yeah. So we film weddings full time and then TikTok has now become like another full time job, but we were only filming together on the weekend. So like I was doing weddings on my own, but we were spending so much time apart that John was like, let me film with you. So trained him to work with the camera, then slowly trained him how to edit. Thankfully though, we do different things in the business. So like we're not on top of each other all the time. It was definitely a learning curve for sure in yeah. the beginning. Cause like, I didn't know anything and I love I'm you, but she is a, a terrible, terrible teacher. teacher. Like if I don't get it the first time, she's like, dude, I fucking write it down. I already told you. I just have no patience. I just have no patience. So see, that's that's the thing. And when Tom decides he wants, he has ideas. Like he does great videos on his own. Like he does these weird. They're always like odd videos, but he'll he'll always want to do content together. He'll be like, we should we need to do videos together. And I'm like, okay, but 
like whenever he's like, I need you to film something, I just like groan and I don't have patience because he, he has a vision, but then the execution just never is quite there. And I just, he wants me to film it, but then he doesn't like the angle. And I'm like, well, the angle is not going to work for that. My execution style is very different than his. So it just, yeah. And I think that's where it worked for us because we have spent so much time behind the camera whereas you guys like we're in front of the camera so like for us we were able to know the angles pretty easily like editing was came so easily to us i come up with the ideas and john like he'll be the one to be like are we done yet like he, he i mean just, i'm honestly like you though when it after like three takes i'm like i'm so over this like, I'm like let's, no, let's either execute or we're better. done yeah, yeah. <laughs> then also with your podcast so it's called give it to me straight which i like that a lot it's a good name when did you start your podcast january yeah this year i think we tried forever to launch it but when it comes to like you know trying to be a perfectionist with things. We re-recorded our first episode probably like eight times because (laughs) listening to yourself back, it's just like, oh, like I was like, no, we sound so dumb. This is so stupid. And I think you just have to get past feeling dumb. Yeah. And then done is better than perfect. So we were like, let's just get it out there and we'll figure it out as we go. Like I told you earlier that we have not had a virtual guest on because we were like, we don't know how to do it. But then like you said, you just figure it out. It's not that hard. (laughs) It's literally like falling off a log. If I could do it, anyone could do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been doing it for a year now. So absolutely. Well, so much of this, the content that you all put out just being a married couple is extremely relatable. And on your podcast, just talking about everything, just from straight up relationship stuff, being married, sex, money, friends, all of that stuff. And and just having it be just unfiltered from the perspective of a husband, wife, I thoroughly enjoy it. So I want to talk to you about all of those things, (laughs) but first I want to know your sort of origin love story. When did y'all meet? We met in 2016 on Tinder. Ooh. Yes. Who reached out to who? Alex had a pitch picture of what you had a mahi. You had a picture of pizza. I love how everyone makes fun of like guys holding fish in their pictures. And Alex and literally had a mahi like she caught. I harpooned <laughs> it. But yeah, but John's was pizza. And I was like, who has their profile picture as just like a straight pizza? And then he had more pictures, of course, like him and his mom. And I was okay, like, well, he's trying I'm to tell He's trying to tug at the heartstrings. And pizza. So yeah. I'm like, come on now. We didn't like connect. I mean, we connected like off the start, but it wasn't like smooth sailing. I definitely just like was not ready to settle down. I knew that I liked him. So John, though, definitely was like, we're getting married. Like you are my wife. We went <laughs> one of our first dates. We went on a paint night. And he goes, sign my last name on this picture so that when we move into our home, your last name is on there already. We can hang these in our home. You like that confidence or what? I'll tell you what. I threw them away. (laughs) She dumped, she threw them right in the trash, like immediately. So we don't have them anymore. But so it was a little back and forth. The confidence is great. But for a woman who's not running to settle down, that could send her running. Yeah, Yeah. And it did. I was like, please leave me alone. But my roommate at the time was like, Alex, he's so good for you. Like you guys click, you get along so well. He's like the male version of you, but like you were such opposites in ways, but like you mend in great ways as well. So the people around me knew that it was going to work out, but I was like, no, gross. (laughs) Just disclaimer, just so we know, I actually ghosted her in the end. 
And that's what made her want me. And then we got together. The old bait and switch. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Boom. And here we are. Did you like date for a little while, then move in? Did you do the whole, was that like the progression of things? How long did we date? See, John, like, I'm, I, I like, my memory I wanted, in a home. I, I don't want to let him answer these questions. I'm like, John, this is because he says that I talk too much. So I'm like, you know what? I, I'll give you the look. You answer this, John. But he doesn't remember anything. And, or he just has like, he doesn't remember timelines or anything. He's like, when did we meet? We met in like 2012. I'm like, no, we didn't, John. Well, I know why we moved in together, but I don't remember. Like, okay. So no, we, we, we dated for like eight months before we moved in with one another, but it's because we were just, we met in North Carolina and we decided to move to New York to start a wedding film company. And so I was like, we're not moving to New York where my family is from and not living together. You know, like it's so expensive to live there. We were like, we'll just move in together and see where it goes from there. And then I think about a few months after that, my dad had said to John, like, shit or get off the pot. I know exactly what he said. He was like, yeah, shit or get get off off the the pot. pot. I'm like, oh God. But to me, I was like, if we're moving to a new state, like this was someone who I knew I wanted to be with. Like, I'm not moving to a new state and moving in with someone that, you know, I don't want to spend my life with. So knew that I wanted to be with him. And then, so we were together for probably like three years, two and a half years before we got married. Okay. I mean, when Tom and I met, it was kind of the same thing. It was just like, I don't want anything serious. He didn't want anything serious. When I finally wore down to even meet him, because like he was like a a new guy to LA, which is like a red flag. You know, a guy that moved here to pursue acting and modeling. It's like, no, thank you. Really? (laughs) You were not looking to settle down? No. Is this this hard to bring up? I just want to bring something up. Did uh, did Tom find the uh, marriage license yet? (laughs) Alex is like, don't tell her. Listen, I never saw the show. So Tom was like, we need to watch one episode so I can know Katie. He's like, I've got to get to know her face. Or like what's going on. I swear to God, I was sweating like 30 minutes in the show. Like there's so much (laughs) shit happening. It's a lot. People are crying. People are fighting. Someone lost a marriage license. I think that's Tom. Someone's getting married. Uh, They're getting drunk. Well, the thing is, is that it was never really lost. We sent it in. It got sent back to us because there was some illegible stuff on there. So we, we filled out what was missing. We sent it back. The courthouse, when we called to be like, hey, we need our marriage license or certificate because, you know, that's what you get after you get married and send in your license. Like, we don't have your paperwork. I'm like, well, <laughs> we sent it to y'all. And they're like, well, we don't have it. I'm like, well, we don't have it. So we're like, okay, well, we need to like get married again, I guess. So we eventually got married in Vegas like a few years later. Oh my gosh. <laughs> a few years I mean, later. That's actually awesome. We like lost our certificate because we have moved so many times. So like we had to just order another one. Yeah. But. but then we got, so in Vegas, we got like a souvenir certificate it was filed. So like it was officially filed that we could order more, but we got a souvenir one. Tom did lose that one. Who can hold on to them though? Like, especially if you're moving. Right. Exactly. I'm like, it has to be in a computer somewhere. So (laughs) we're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have, um, five copies. I was going to get it framed. (laughs) Frame it, put it on the wall. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying this episode of You're Gonna Love Me. Time for a quick little break. So do you ever run into CVS, you know, real quick, like we say, because you need some toothpaste, but then you realize, oh, shoot, I actually need deodorant. And then may as well grab some toilet paper right there. And do we have dish soap? May as well pick some of that up as well. And now your arms are full and, you know, you're spending more than just $5 like you promised yourself. But now you can get rewarded for spending more. And that's because CVS now accepts 
super easy touch-free payments with PayPal and Venmo, and you get $10 cash back on your first in-store QR code payment of $20 or more. I have been using PayPal for years to shop safely and securely online. I love it. I also love to send people money using PayPal and Venmo. I feel safe, love peace of mind. I'm sure many of you do. And now I love that I can pay at CVS using it and I don't have to fuss with my wallet, with the credit card machines, just a few taps, pull up the QR code, scan it and I'm out the door. You can also use it at the self checkout stand. So it's just so convenient. And I love convenience as we all do. So to get $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more, just head to your local CVS and pay using your PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with a PayPal or Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to earn $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash love me. Okay, back to the podcast. I think it's always good to to enter into a relationship when you're like super, you know, apprehensive and jaded. It's the romantic and, you know, yes. you know, Tom and I casually dated for like three months, didn't want anything serious. And then we both caught feelings and we knew that we had to make it official, you know, create boundaries or know that like become boyfriend, girlfriend. And I asked him to lunch yeah. and I was like, do you want to be my boyfriend? He's like, I don't know if I'll be a very good one. And I was like, good enough for me. Let's do it. <laughs> so done. <laughs> Wait, so were you, you were the pursuer? I made us, you know, exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I like how we're turning this podcast around on her. Like now you're answering our <laughs> questions. Our podcast, yeah. <laughs> but isn't it all about let's like the chase? Like, and we've talked about this before. Alex not wanting me, man, that made me want her so much more. But it's like I hate to say that because it's not a game at all, and it shouldn't be. But it just like naturally you do want what you can't have. Well, yeah, because we both were saying like, listen, I don't want a relationship. Great. I don't want a relationship. So we weren't acting like we were in a relationship. I remember going back home to visit my family. So like I wasn't calling him. He wasn't my boyfriend. Why should I? And he was like going to my friend, you know, being like, I haven't heard from Katie. She hasn't returned my text messages. It's like, oh, I didn't know I had to. Right. So like, you know, the protocol here. Yeah. There was those kind of things happening. I was like, okay, I see what's going on here we got to like do something about this, that right, kind of right. thing. But I think it's good. You get that foundation first though, as well, without just like jumping in, in the honeymoon stage with hearts for eyes. And it creates a little bit more of a foundation before. I know, but I don't see, I don't like the, I hated dating. I hated it so much. I mean, everyone kind of, I think people romance it a little too much and especially like in your twenties. Oh God, those are the worst, you yeah. know, that it's fun and playing the field is fun and it's, you know, single life is the best. Yeah, it is, but it's not, <laughs> it's also a, a nightmare. There's pros and cons. Like we talk about that all the time. Like there's pros and cons to both, but like we say it too, like we're just friends. So we just enjoy each other's company. Like I wouldn't want to be alone Cause I, I like, like hang out when I started doing the online thing, it started getting exhausting and it was almost like a job slash interview. You'd meet someone to go through the list of questions. Okay. Maybe you go to the next one. I don't know. I just got, <laughs> it was like the same shit over and over again. I was just finding it so interesting when people are dating. So I kind of want to talk about some of the like, you know, do's and don'ts or faux pas or like deal breakers of that world of dating. Even now with my friends that are married, they have so many issues of like bathroom behavior. <laughs> they, the, to the point where they will like use separate bathrooms completely. Like they will not 
go to the bathroom in front of their significant other. They don't want to hear their significant other going to the bathroom. It's like, at what point should that be allowed or should it ever be allowed? Do you think? I mean, we like, I don't, Alex is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) We've we've never like, we're just two open books. Like, I don't think that we've ever been filtered around one another. Like I've never been worried that John would not be attracted to me if he smelled my fart. Like (laughs) I I think the only, you know, where we cross the line, the only thing is like, I don't need to see you literally taking (laughs) shit to shut the door. That's the only thing I really care about. Right. I don't want to, right. I think there could still be that kind of mystery. Like you don't need yes. to see the act. I don't think it's a mystery. It's, I don't want it. it can't, <laughs> there's no mystery that I want to know there. Right. Right. But if I could say like, if, if we were to go to therapy and someone were to say like, what is a pain point in your marriage? I would say that it's John's bowels. Like he <laughs> so much. It, it, it ruins our schedule. It just like, we could be walking out the door and John's like, got a shit. It's like, why do you have to poop so much? John. I eat a lot. I'm a growing boy. I need all the food. I literally work out. The only reason I work out is so I can eat whatever I want. But like, I think that you have to get yourself checked because I think you have IBS. Not for nothing. I rather shit five times a day. I don't want anything inside me. Get all the demons so anyway, out. So we, I feel. We do talk about poop a lot. That's not <laughs> a topic that we don't talk about. Got too much fiber in your diet. <laughs> There's some people that are like, literally they, they have to like turn on a faucet, turn on music. Their significant other has to like leave the room. They're like waking up in the middle of the night when they know that the person's asleep. Like they have like issues. And complex, I, complex I worry, and I worry about like them, like giving themselves problems because they're, you know, holding it in. And I'm like, and they're worried that their, their significant other won't like never have sex with them again. If they like, know that they poop or like happen to like walk by the bathroom door and can even hear anything going on in there. I'm like, Jesus. Well, John, you will say like, if you know that it's going to be like a bad one, you'll be like, get out of the room. Like if I'm like in the bedroom and John's like in the bathroom, you'll be like, go downstairs. Like he'll yell something. Cause you don't want me to hear it. But like, I think it's just more just like a, of an embarrassing thing, but it never like bothers us though. I'm at least courteous with, with farts. You know, I walk out of the room. I don't fart in front of, well, I, I'll fart in front of her, but like from a distance, because I don't want her to die. But do you remember when we went away? We went to Mexico. We were like filming a wedding in Tulum Tulum. and the hotel that we were staying at, the toilet was, it was like an open concept. So the only thing blocking like the bedroom and the bathroom was like a a half wall. (laughs) That was like, that's when you were really like, can you just leave? And I was like, I can't, like, I have to get ready. We have the wedding. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like I'm, you have to poop with me literally on the other side of this wall. Do you know what I can't say? I'd like definitely not poop shy, but like, I can't stand those, those hotel rooms that just have like the a sliding door for yeah. a bathroom. Like, what is yeah. this? No, right. no sound privacy, like nothing. It's just it's a, a glass sliding door. glass door. I think at some point, once you get into a relationship, you got to let go of that. Do you remember like the, like first time you farted in front of each other? I don't know the first time that I farted in front of you because I think that John probably has just like knocked that out. Like he first date. no boundaries there. <laughs> but I do remember an ex that I farted in front of for the first time because he made it clear that like girls don't fart. And I was doing laundry and I was so gassy and I was like, oh my gosh, my stomach is killing me. I bent over to like grab the bucket of laundry. And as I started, 
stood up, it was like a crescendo. Like it started from an alto and went into like a high soprano and I just froze and we both made eye contact. And I was just like, there's, I don't, I can't, I can't hide that. It is what it is. But yeah. It's better just to rip the bandaid off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like if anything bothers you, and I feel like we say this all the time, knit that shit in the butt, like in the beginning, why just like stress about it or hold on to it. It's just going to be, get worse, you know? Well, it's like communication, you know, like there's like some hard things to talk about and like, you might be embarrassed to bring up a certain topic to your partner, but it's like, how are you going to ever move forward? You know, and we're comparing this to poop and farts, but like, it's, it's kind of the same. Like you can't, you can't be embarrassed. Like you have to be open and honest with your person. If that's going to be a deal breaker for them, like better find out now. Exactly. Yeah. Because there's going to be much harder things. There's so much other like stuff case, right, out like, there. And that's like your, that's it. That's like, the peak. I'm out. What if you're, what if you have kids with this person? People mm. poop when they push out a baby. Oh yeah. They're in for a big old surprise. I mean, I also <laughs> like feel like let alone that there's like single girl behavior, things that you do like not around guys. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like before you like get comfortable in your relationship. Yeah. Like nearing your like mustache or like plucking your this or doing yes. those things, you know, like eventually, eventually you just got to get comfortable doing those things around your dude. Right. Right. And they got to get used to seeing you do those things. Cause I can't wait till like you're like running errands to do those things. My schedule cannot revolve around that. Right. Oh, uh, okay. That's like you, like, remember that one time you saw me like shaving my legs in the shower and you were like, why are you standing like that? And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to wait for you. To First get, off, yeah. it wasn't your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hunched over, like getting in there. I'm, I'm like, you look like. It was like, my um, upper leg, John. <laughs> yeah. There's crevices. There's out. certain oh, crevices. Yeah. There's certain angles. We got to, yeah, we got to get exactly. to certain positions to get to certain areas. Right. Exactly. I, I get it. Those upper inner thighs don't just, it's, we got to get into certain positions. The best right part about though, John was from the beginning because he was an occupational therapist. He worked with geriatrics and he dealt with a lot of gross situations like in nursing homes. And so a lot he, of vaginas. One of the first things he said to me was like, there's nothing you could do that will gross me out because I've seen the worst. He's like, I've come home covered in shit. I've come home covered in vomit, blood. Like, so I was like, Oh, perfect. Like this, this is great. I can't gross this guy out. Yeah, let me maximize <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. You're like the bar is on the floor. Hold my beer challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say you guys fight over the most? You know, it's probably business stuff because I started like our, our wedding company on my own and then brought John on. There's a lot that I know that I forget to like fill him in on. So I do like all the client communications and do the calendar and the scheduling. And I'll be like, tomorrow we have to be here. And he's like, I didn't know that. Like, why didn't you tell me that? So there's a lot that I just like, don't tell him because I just assume he knows but I'm like, just yeah. assume that I'm just going to do whatever, you know, that you want me to do. So it's a lot of just like miscommunication because I forget to tell him things. There's just, I mean, so which much. I will, I mean, I get it. Yeah. But like our, our company is the priority. So, I mean, could you imagine telling him in and then like him being like, okay. And then act just like forgetting and being, and then being like, oh, like, okay, well tomorrow this and him being like, wait, what? And then being like, I told you. 17 times. Well, and, but that's what happens as well. And that's like why I usually don't bother because I'm like, you don't remember it. Like you're not going to remember it. 
but I don't know. There's just a lot of like, you'd rather just not tell me anything. So I'm yeah. just in the dark. Oh, cool. But okay. again, that's like where like our arguments probably come from is just like me filling him in on things later. <laughs> this is still such a new thing for us, whether it's social media, even like with the wedding, we're so busy now and just trying to manage our time, which I know everyone's busy. And we talked about like, don't glorify being busy or whatever, but I don't think I've ever been this busy. So like trying to work-life balance, like we have none of that right now. Well, it's because we had being in the wedding industry, all the weddings postponed from 2020 into 2021. So we're doing double the amount that we would do in a year. So it's that on top of now, like going into this new world of TikTok, of the podcast. So it's like just all of these random jobs. We just can't keep our... All good things straight. though. I mean, all good things. Yeah. But it, it comes out with us. It is really exciting though. If you're just fighting over like, oops, I forgot to tell you. I mean, that's, I would say you're in good shape. You're doing pretty good. I mean, we really don't argue that much. I would say like, because we have good communication. Also, <laughs> I think, well, the big thing though, too, is like, I realize like we don't have time to argue. It's not like we try to get over it quick. Cause like, we just have too much shit to do to fight. So I'm, I'm like, like, if I'll we get in a fight and have to film a TikTok for like a brand, I'm like, we have to look happy. So like, like what is like your best communication skill or tool? Like how have you learned how to communicate so well? I would say you probably helped me. Like I am so passive aggressive. Like I would hold it inside of me forever and then just be like, you go fuck yourself like later and like never have a conversation. But John, he's, he's the one who's really like, we have to talk about this. Like why, why are we going to waste an hour more of time? Just like brewing at one another we could just like squash us now. It's so dumb. But I just like to be like angry, you know, sometimes I'm like, I just want to be mad at you. Let me be mad. And we definitely need our time, like a little space to breathe. Cause I know like when we're about to same, say some like fucked up stuff to each other, I'm like, okay, let's, <laughs> let's just break. But also just experience like past relationships, like do's and don'ts from that, you know, you're like, okay. Well, right. Like there's no need I don't to need to lowball you. Yeah. yeah. You guys are like the opposite of me and Tom. That is... <laughs> It's crazy because we've had some of our worst fights like on this show. People have seen them and we have a similar fighting style. Like I have a, a very sharp tongue. And when I'm fighting, like I, I can be very, very mean. You get and dirty. I get dirty. And I, and I don't mean it. It's just like sort of my fighting style, which is awful. I know it's nothing to be proud of. I've worked on it. I'm still working on it. I'm always going to be working on it. But Tom can be very similar in that sense. And so like when we're fighting, we're, it is just like tit, tit for tat. And we're just saying like really mean things. And it's like, I hear what he's saying and he hears what I'm saying. But like at the end of the day, like, I don't care. Like he'll be like your bench or this or that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We're, we're saying horrific things. We both know that we're, we don't mean what we're saying. We're just like, we're just trying, trying to cut deep to try to like hurt. The we're trying person. to win. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and we both know that like how we're going to win is like who can one up each other, like who can who can get meaner, yeah. who can yeah. get meaner. And people watch it. They're like, that was really bad. Like he said this to you. I'm like, yeah, but like, did you hear what I said? And, you know, at the end of the day, and it's like, yeah, well, of course, we apologize for what we're saying. And we acknowledge that, like, it's not OK. But you're on the same team, you know, like, right. And at like, the end of the day, you're on the same team because it's like you both are with the the company or like whatever you guys are doing together, like your team doing that. So we've gotten better at like de-escalating fights and not yeah. getting to that point. We've, you know, recognized all that, but I mean, do you subscribe to the 
the not going to bed mad or do you sleep it off? Who said that at our wedding? John likes it. He's like, oh, this is so profound. Someone said this. I'm like, that is a well-known quote. Like, don't go to bed angry. No, like everyone has said that. We have though before. And I think it really just depends. Like, I think it's okay to go to bed angry. Like if you do need a beat, just like sleep it off. Because I think sometimes putting space in between you and your person or like even, even like emails, work relationships, like mean comments, like just give it a beat, you know, like let it sit and then think about what you want to say. Like, cause sometimes too, if like we're in an argument, I'll go on a walk or like, we'll just do separate things for a few hours. So I think it depends on when the fight starts, but if it's like, you know, you started fighting in the morning, I don't think you need to go to bed angry, but if the fight starts at 10 PM, I'm going to bed angry. Mm. <laughs> I think I subscribe more to like giving it like 24 hours or sleep, yeah. giving, you know, resting on it rather than trying yep. to like acquiesce and like, just to like bury it, you know? Right. Yeah, Personally. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, so often some people ask me too, like how often do you think people should date? I know for me and Tom, it was six years. For y'all, it was a longer. Would you ever put like a number on that? You saying date before marriage? Yeah. Or- um, no, because we've talked about this on our podcast before too, that like everyone's story is so different. I don't necessarily think that I would like go in as a single person, meet someone and like marry them within that same year, like, or six months. But I mean, like, can it work for some people? Absolutely. Like I have friends who have met their person, dated three months, got engaged and married within less than a year. And they've been together for like six years at this point. But I don't know. Like, do you think that we have to date like for a certain amount of time? I hate that there's just a norm in general, like do do what you want. Like if, if you guys both feel it and you're like, well, let's do it. And you both agree on then then do it. I mean, to each his own. I don't think there should be some sort of stipulation on standard, yeah. standard dating time. I mean, I don't either. But <laughs> I just, I wanted to ask you if you, if you had a, an yeah. opinion on that, because right. I get asked, I, we get asked that question a lot. Um, people also like are asking, you know, often like, what if like you're with somebody for a long time and they're the non-committal type? So one like argument that I'll have against that though, like for dating a certain amount of time is I don't think it has to do with time. I think it has to do with conversations. Like, have you had the hard conversations? Like, have you talked about finances? Have you talked about kids? Have you talked about like what your future goals are? Because if you guys do not align there, whether you've been together for three months or three years, because we know people who have been together for years and haven't had those tough conversations. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You've been with this person and you don't know if they want kids. Or like, you don't know where they want to live. Like those are the types of things where I'm just like, you have to have those hard conversations. I 100% agree with that. Or when they're with people that maybe like, they're just sort of trying to ignore that or thinking that they'll come around yeah. to those things or like, it's just A like- kid will fix it. No, it won't. We're just trying to change someone like how you want them in your eyes. That's crazy. And you're only fooling yourself if you think it will. It's time to- wake up sister. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or yeah, wake up brother. There we and, go. And move on. <laughs> I mean, similar to like people like that, that are just like delusional, <laughs> delusional. <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay. So are you like a wee couple? It depends. I think like when I've learned to become a wee couple with the business, because I, I for so long have said like, I do this and I do that. And that was the big thing that, that actually, that's like what we off. thought about. Because, so what, your question hmm. earlier, like, what do we argue about? I hate like, it's we, not I, or, you know, cause anything we do, 
yes, before Alex literally did everything, but now like I'm on full time with her doing it. Like we're both co-owners of the company. So I don't know if it's like self, but like I do want some of the recognition instead of like constantly Alex always being the one praised. But when it comes to like, I think that's separate though. Like that has to do with like career wise, because like we're both involved in that. But when it comes to like giving our opinion on things, I would never be like, well, we think that this is what's oh, best for you. Oh. Like I would never, we're like opposites in a lot of ways where John will think one thing about like a situation. I'll think another thing. So I will never speak for him. But if it's something that we're working on together, like a project, I'm like, we have done this, but yeah, like we're very individuals when it comes to that. Like, especially what annoys us is people who like can't do things without their partner. That's like a huge thing for me as well. You know, like Tom and I, like we do a, a lot of stuff together. Yeah. We've made a point to still date one another, but like we also make a big, big point to have our own individual identities. You need, you need your to, me time. right? Like we knew couples who would glorify, like we've never spent time apart. And I'm like, ew, you need therapy because you have to have, you need to have your own hobbies and your own group of friends. Like, I'm sorry, but I love my girls nights. Like that is my time to let loose and just like have girl talk that like, you don't want to be a part of anyways. Like, well, just, how do you grow too? Like, you know, I yeah. want to like spend time with other people and meet new people, even like friends through friends and do different things if you're just with each other constantly. And I think yeah. because we do work with one another, we have to like make it a priority to spend time apart because otherwise we're just like, I've seen too much of your face today. <laughs> like if you see our office right now, it's her computer, <laughs> yeah. my computer right next to each other. But with that said, like, because we work together, we have to make sure that we spend like quality time, like with our relationship outside of work. But yeah, we're, I would say we're overall not a we couple unless it's involved in business. Yeah. And I would, I would say that also like keeps the relationship interesting and that keeps you bringing something to the table that yeah. is, keeps the other one intrigued, you know, yeah. when like, when you have like your own kind of thing going on, your own like little something else to talk about where it's not just like, well, we share literally everything. So there's nothing yeah. else to talk about. There's no, no other interest outside of this relationship. So, right. yeah. Yeah. You could always like spot those couples out at dinner because they're not they talking. The, they sit on the same side of the table. <laughs> no, you don't have to be a same side sitter, but I'm talking about like people who you could just tell that they're like, they have just nothing to talk Wait, about. I'm going to ask Katie, are you a same side sitter? No. <laughs> okay. She, when I said that you looked like, mm, mm. no. Yeah. John, people could be same side sitters. We judge you, no, but I'm, you could I'm be gonna, a same side I'm sitter. I'm going to argue that that's no, if there's only two of you out to dinner and you both are sitting on the same side, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't trust you. What are you up to? Are you guys whispering in each other's ears? Something's happening under the table. That's what. Tom and I did that the other day only because we went out to like lunch and we sat outside and it was like kind of like where there was umbrellas and there was shade. shade. Yeah. So we had to sit. Uh, well, that's, there's a reason for it. Tom would never, I've asked him like, do you want to sit on the same side as me? And he's like, no. And I, it's a joke now. It's always a joke because I ask what I tease him, but like, no. Anyways, I could talk about this forever, but we're going to have to wrap it up. So we're going to talk about the rage text of the day. So I'll ask you both. I was going to say, do we get separate ones? Yeah. yeah. You, because yes. we're individuals. You you're not first, a wee cup ball. <laughs> Please, you go first. No, you have you first. One? I love my father, but like he will ask me things or he'll like with the refrigerator. What? Like my dad will be like, I know this isn't a text, but I feel like this is close to it because it will drive me crazy. And I'll text my dad and be like, you need to stop doing this. If we're, if I'm at his house eating 
And like, I'm walking, I'm walking to the fridge to open the door to like get some, like a, some food out of there. He's like, Hey John, by the way, there's food in the fridge. If you want it. Like he just states, my father states obvious shit to me. Like that I'm already in the act of doing <laughs> Like, the only guy he could probably set me off within like 10 seconds. <laughs> it's because John will like be getting his golf clubs or, and or phone like, calls, John, or phone calls. It's a good day to go golfing. You should go golfing today. <laughs> He'll be like, what do you think I was doing? But uh, he does it on purpose, John, because he knows it annoys you. Or he talks <laughs> over me. Even in a text for texting, like he'll, he'll text, like not nah, look at my text message and skip over my text messages and like, you know, go on to something different. John, your dad's just get it. Like be nice to him. You okay, I, am. I mean, I, I love my dad. I think but... really your rage text would probably go to the haters who are trying to cancel you on TikTok this weekend. Why? So we went to a wedding, which is why I have no voice. We on Friday were at the rehearsal dinner and we were just like at like a bar, like a hole in the wall. And out of nowhere, there's like, I don't know, like 20 people in the bar, just like in the bridal party, just like chatting. I don't know where the bartender just blasts up this trash music. So we're all yelling. This is probably why I have no voice. Hold on. Literally, most of the people there were in the wedding. There was like three random people there. That's it. And so, it was maybe five o'clock. So we can't like hear each other. It's like, it's bad. Like I can't like going to a bar, like, you know, you want music, blah, blah, blah. So John's like, I'm going to go to the bartender and tell him to turn it down. There's only one guy working. So John like went over, but I was dying because I was like, he looks like such an old grandpa, like going up and be like, turn the music down. So I took a video of him posted on TikTok, and he got so much hate. Like people I was were like, like over 3000 comments of people being like, like, all right, Karen, go to a library if you don't want loud music. But like, and then there were some who were like, clearly the music is not matching the vibe of the bar. Like he did the right thing. Like there's always back and forth, but also so, everyone was complaining. It wasn't just me. Obviously like the louder comments in the section were trying to cancel John. So I thought it was hilarious, but <laughs> do you get a lot of, do you get a lot of hate comments? Maybe? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, we, Let's we talk could... about that for a second. <laughs> we don't have time. We're, doing, I we're know, trying to you, wrap up. How do you cope with that? That's it. Yeah. We will talk about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, like one of the biggest things that we've had to navigate, like being new to like the social media world is cancel culture. And just like, you know, we are think, like, we're lucky that we don't get a lot of trolls, but sometimes like there are those comments that are just like, that was really uncalled for. So I would, I'm going to say, do my rage text to the fucking trolls out there and just say, I, I know that it's really you who you're the unhappy person and you're taking it out on me. And that's not my fault that you're just miserable with yourself. So, um, I'm sending you love, do some work and just be a better fucking person. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. I co-sign for sure. Let everyone know where they can find y'all on socials. On TikTok, it's Alexandra Madison underscore. On Instagram, it's Alexandra Madison with two N's. Our podcast is Give It To Me Straight Podcast. And when are the episodes out? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Seriously, yeah. y'all need to listen and you can listen on every platform. Yeah, we Spotify can find Yeah, Apple and Spotify. Apple, Spotify. All right. Well, thank you both again so much. I love getting to talk to you and to everyone else. Thank you so much and be kind to yourselves. And I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review. 
follow along on social at Music Kills Kate and tune in next week for an all new episode. 